Hey yo, welcome back to Roast Radio. This your DJ and your host of the podcast that documents the roast battle. Held every Tuesday night at the Comedy Store in the Belly Room in Hollywood, California. This is the underground podcast that takes a look at what the fuck is going on every week up there. Hey, last week we uh, we took a look at uh, some of the new school motherfuckers, man. And I like that, man. I really like Nate, man. Nasty Nate has some some real racist energy that just I connect to in a way, man. He's like, it feels like a brother. Uh, like Kiki too, man. Good vibe. Uh, I'm getting ready to, uh, I'm getting used to these people. I'm, I'm meeting new people and I'm watching the show kind of go in a whole new direction. So I like what happened last week. So I'm like, hey man, let's just kind of continue that. So we're going to continue to take a look at, at some people that I didn't know, you know, pre-pandemic. You know, as far as I look at it, the show is a, there's a pre-pandemic show, got us on TV, shit was cracking, and now there's a post-pandemic show. Uh, the only difference is this week, I want to focus on women. Yeah, it's, it's not a well-kept secret that, that women are the better battlers. And this is one of the shows that allows women to compete with men, and we live in a time that I think we should probably do that right now. So uh, let's just get into it. Uh, this battler, I've never met personally. Uh, her name is Priya Blunt. She's from New York, and she came and absolutely blew the fucking belly room up. It was disgusting. Her partner, like, like, forgot to bring jokes or something. It was nuts. She would just blow the room up, and then he would talk, and everybody was like, what the fuck was that? So I think we should start the episode off with that, because the energy was great, and that was easily one of the, one of the most impressive displays of somebody that I wasn't very familiar with in the belly room in a pretty long time at the time that it happened. Something else is also kind of happening today that I didn't expect that this would ever happen, but I'm glad that it's happening. I get to introduce you kind of to one of the members of the production team. We, we basically got a little production team that makes sure that this thing comes out every week. I know you hear my voice, but come on, man. There's so many people that are working on this and there's so much stuff going on. Uh, we got my boy Oso, who we, we go way back, man. Oso, he's been doing interviews with these people so that you guys can have an understanding of what it's like to be in the moment of the battle, like what it's like in that belly room, in that green room. So so Oso does the interviews, and this is one of the first interviews you guys are going to hear my boy Oso. The way that I would describe Oso's interview style is it, it, it feels like, like when I'm listening to it, it sounds like he's trying to ask the person he's interviewing if he can have sex with them without directly saying it. But that's not really what's going on. I know him. He's just shy. He's never been asked to do anything on the mic. So as we listen to him do the interview style, let's keep that in mind. Uh, we appreciate everything he's doing. We appreciate everything from everyone. Neff, JP, everything is just going fucking crazy. Moses for keeping the show hot. Pat for doing what he's doing. So without further ado, let's uh, get introduced to somebody who was extremely impressive. Miss Priya Blunt. I'm going to offer you Testing, testing, one, two, one, two. Yo, this is your boy Oso with the Rose Radio Podcast, and I'm here with today Priya Blunts from New York. From New York? Yeah. Oh, what brings you to California? This Rose. This Rose? Hell yeah. You came all the way just for this Rose today? Anything else? Uh, I mean, you know, I was I was in town during the Rose, and I hopped on a few other shows and just made a whole little working trip out of it. Okay. Are you part of the um, New York Rose Battle scene? Very much so, very much so. I started on the scene about a year ago, um, and if we're looking at all the roasts I've done across the board, my record so far is 8-2 wins to losses. Oh, okay. 
82, so you sound like you're gonna be really good. So um, I don't want like to sound like a cocky bitch, but eight to two is not bad. That's a great record. I can't I can't complain. So is this your first time at the comedy store? Actually, this is my second roast at the at the store. Okay. Yeah, I did my first one about six months ago. Okay. How how did I go? I won. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like, what do you mean? I won. Of course. All right. So we won. So who are we battling tonight? So today we're battling Yesh Malik. He's actually an LA-based comic that I met um, the last time I was here. And, um, you know, when they asked me if I had a partner in mind, he came up, you know, in my head. And I was like, let's do it. Why not? It's kind of a battle of the Browns, East Coast versus West Coast. Okay. I like that. I like that. So do you, you know him? I know him, but not well. You know, we met on a show and I thought he was cool. We follow each other on Instagram and... So, um, so how do you how do you prepare for somebody you barely know? Because most most battles are pretty personal. Yeah, you know the thing is, like with roasts, even if you know somebody really really well, sometimes I think that can actually get in the way of the roast because you might not you might know some intimate details about this person, but that doesn't necessarily mean it'll translate to the audience. You know what I mean? Uh, so sometimes it really in a way does help to focus a little bit on superficiality and focus on joke structure you know it's it's really about the basics like sometimes it doesn't really have to do with what dirt you're digging up on this person at all you know you can take a joke about them you can make a joke about anything nice nice so um ready so um you excited for tonight i mean i'm pretty excited just to fucking be here you know um my partner has been sending me messages, and every time I speak to him on the phone, he's just been telling me about how much he's gonna kill me tonight. Which I just, I'm like, yo, I'm from New York. We don't talk the talk. We just walk the walk and keep it moving. Like, son. Yeah, you talking all this shit. I want all the smoke. All right, Priya. Um, what's your socials so like people could find you and look up you look you up after the battle? I am Priya Blunts on everything across the board and also on Gmail. Yeah. Yeah. In case any bookers want to find you. All right, Priya, good luck tonight, okay? Thank you so much. Who's ready for the next battle? Yeah! Question from Modesto. Holy shit, the home of Scott Peterson. Make a lot for Yes, Malik! Thank you. Thank you. Yes, it's your first battle? Yeah. You never done this? Nope, never. Why are you doing this to Priya Blunts? Uh, her haircut. (laughs) It's pretty good. This lady's from New York. She lost her first battle. Make a lot for Priya Blunts. Like, this is like an arranged marriage that neither of you want to be in right now. Priya. What's up? Yes. Why are you battling them? Uh, I thought it would be a fun little battle of the Browns, East Coast versus West Coast. Okay. Right, yeah. All right. Hell yeah. <laughs> so Freddie Mercury of you, man. Shit. Keep looking at me like that. Right. Yes. Priya, who's going first? You got this? Male privilege. Are we ready? Let's 
Priya wants to see Indian actors play more than just stereotypical doctors and super smart students. She wants to see them play a bartender or a college dropout or just like her, a fucking retard. I am a fucking retard. Guys, give it up for my opponent, the Muppet that teaches kids about AIDS. Yesha's entire life is just one tragic carpet ride. <laughs> there's more, there's more. He doesn't eat pork, but he does let pigs come into his mouth for stage time. All, all, all this coming from a very tan white they them. Uh, Priya's last name on Instagram is Blunts, but her family's original last name is Cunts. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeesh. Boy, you are virgin suicide bombing right now. <laughs> Yesh is a total towel head, and not because he's Middle Eastern. He just spends a lot of time wiping cum off his face. Bangers, yo! His asshole, his asshole is nicknamed the Gaza Strip because it's Arab land occupied by Jewish men. You look like Farrah Fawcett fucked Apu from The Simpsons. Okay, 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 okay. Priya just, Priya just got a divorce a month ago. Or as they call it in India, kill yourself. Yeesh. Is that all you got, small claims court jester? This might be Yesha's first roast battle, but it's not the first time he's been beat by a brown woman. It's true, true. That's it, that's it, that's all we're gonna say. Keep it going for Yish Malik. Priya Blunt. Man, Bollywood did roast battle, we did it. The Bollywood style roast battle, Jeff. Priya, that was amazing. Give it up for Priya and Yish, Yesh, Yesh. And Yes. Yes. And Priya. Priya, how many battles have you done? Uh, here, just one. Great, great job. You killed it. I mean, I just, every joke was killing. I don't think I quite, you know, love the last joke. I don't know if I got it completely. Mom used to beat him. Oh, okay. Now I got it. All right. Now it's hilarious. <laughs> uh, that was absolutely hilarious. Great, great joke writing. Audience, who do we like in this one? Do we like Yesh? Wow. Nobody. Okay. Do you like Priya? Yeah! Oh, shit on the Priya blood. Hug each other, you two. Hug each other. Oh, yeah. Give her Yesh and Priya Blunts, everybody. They battle. Great job. Battle. Battle. You know, I come to win. I don't come to play. Um, 
and typically, like, I like for my jokes to be friendly enough that my opponent is laughing along with them. Okay. But he just spent the last few weeks before this battle talking so much shit about how he's going to kill me. <laughs> like, when I saw him out front, his friends were like, oh, you're going down tonight. And I'm like, yo, what is it about these West Coast people that talk the talk but don't walk the fucking walk? Like, it's annoying. Right? You got to fucking stay humble. You know what I mean? After the battle, y'all talk, you talked to that dude after? Or was he, like, pissed off? I bought him a drink. You bought him a drink? I bought him a fucking drink. I'm a nice person. I don't want to do these things to people, but, like, he talked he so talked much shit. shit. He made me do this. Like, dude, I'm from New York. Like, don't talk shit to me unless you can back it the fuck up. I am trying to show you that we can live between what we want and what is. But we can't pretend like we are two of the few people on earth that can actually protect her, which is why we have to make sure of your ability to tolerate distress and regulate your emotions, especially your anger. Well, here's the thing, Bruce. I'm great at controlling my anger. Mm. I do it all the time. When I'm catcalled in the street, when incompetent men explain my own area of expertise to me, I do it pretty much every day because if I don't I will get called emotional or difficult or might just literally get murdered. So I'm an expert at controlling my anger because I do it infinitely more than you. So all of this just feels like projecting a lot of shit onto me. Hey, we are back. Uh, Roast Radio, uh, one of the most interesting things on the internet for sure. And if you haven't already told three people what you're listening to, mm-mm-mm-mm, you could do a much better job than that. Hey, in the little intermission in between battles, I played a clip from this new TV show called uh, She-Hulk. And uh, She-Hulk has a lot of other comic book nerds kind of feeling some type of way. Now, I don't understand like comics like that, like... When I was in high school, I was playing football on Fridays and and having sex. I wasn't reading comic books, so I don't really know how to connect to that. But I will say this. Like, I took a look at that scene, and and it made me kind of think about, like, like what the Internet and what America kind of feels like sometimes. So in that scene is you have this this young lady. She is the new She-Hulk, and I guess she just got Hulk powers. And, um, you know, if you're not familiar with the comic book, basically, they, they get mad and they get big and green, right? And they got to figure out how to control it. And, uh, and and the original Hulk is trying to help her, like, deal with, like, yo, listen, you're going to be a Hulk. It's gonna, your life's going to be different. And she, got, and she got mad with that feedback. And, and what she was trying to do was be like, what do you mean I don't know how to control my anger? My life is, is so fucked up that I got to control anger every day. But the anger that she was referencing in the clip was focused on men so that automatically puts her in a conflict with men men that she hasn't even met men that might even want to fuck with her men that might be supportive men might that might not hold the opinions of of the people that she has this beef with but just by the way that her brain was working in the comics that were coming out of her mouth uh she was already in beef uh with, with dudes now, I'm, it is what it is, right? I'm not, I don't preach. That's not what, what's going on here. But I do like to explore, man. I consider myself an observational scientist. And one of the things that I've been observing is like, especially 
after that pandemic shit. It, it, like America has gotten to the place where we're trying to one up each other with our oppression. And that's an interesting, like, that's an interesting, what do you call it, competition that I don't know how healthy that is. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know how healthy it is to, to be so focused on your negative experiences that you don't even allow room for other people's negative experiences. Like, that's just kind of interesting. Like, it, like, if you had a bad situation or, or bad relationships or, or things just didn't go the way that you planned and that created a sense of anger in you and you carry that anger and you, and you hold on to it so much that you don't even allow other people to have their anger... That doesn't feel right. You know what I mean? That's not sitting right with me. I think it's super interesting when it comes to women because that's an interesting group because sometimes women kind of communicate like they're a minority. And I'm like, I don't know how I feel about that, right? Like, if you're a white woman, that means you most likely grew up in a house with a white dad. Like, you're not like a black person that's just kind of interesting but see then i'm already doing it right like someone's telling me that they have a struggle but because they're holding on to their anger in a type of way and they're assuming that i'm against them now i gotta start proving what my own you know, struggles in america are and i'm like what the fuck are we doing how about this how about if you think you're dope you could be gay you could be crippled you could be whatever the hell is going on with you if you think you're dope prove it show us shut the fuck up instead of running around being so upset that you're not appreciated being so upset that that people aren't impressed by you why don't you do something impressive so testing testing one two one two how you doing this is your boy also negro with the rose radio podcast and i'm here with today sarah fatimi is my name how are you doing today, Sarah? I am doing wonderful, thank you. How are you? I'm doing well. You want another main event card for tonight? I yes, I'm the main event for tonight, and I'm so excited. So, um, why? So, can you tell me why are you gonna um, destroy Guam today? Well, I I think my jokes are really good, and he told we actually drove down together, and in the car he realized that we are actually doing five jokes, not three. So, oh, really? yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Did you only prepare for three? I prepared for five. Babe, I prepare for like ten. But, oh, okay, you know, yeah. I have a hard time usually choosing which one I want to do. And I actually usually just pick it last minute. But I guess I guess he maybe thought of something. Uh, but, you know. So he's the one that's underprepared. Yeah. Oh, no, babe. I, I overprepare. <laughs> uh, okay, okay. So what's, what's, what is your strategy for tonight? Because obviously Guam has like, what, 20, 25, 50 battles under his belt. So what is your strategy for tonight? My strategy for tonight, I, I'm going for the looks, but also for his uh, past jail time. Okay. Um, you know, I what I like to do is I usually like to go for stuff that people may not usually go for, because that way they won't necessarily have rebuttals planned. Mm -hmm. And I've also learned how to transform some of my jokes into rebuttals to make them stronger. Oh, yeah. So, so that's why you have those extra ones on deck. Um, what about I say? I, I see Alyssa, she has a new belt. Yeah. You thinking about going after that belt? Yeah, because I'm brown and it looks like a suicide vest. <laughs> I, I just hope you don't bomb with it. <laughs> oh, I hope I don't bomb either. <laughs> I hope so, too. Yeah. So, hey, what's your social so people can find you real quick? My Instagram is at Sarah Fatimi Official. My TikTok is at uh, Sarah Fatimi. And my Twitter is at S-A-R-A-K-I-J-O-O-N. Oh, no. 
This lady I'm bringing to the stage from Cleveland, she is uh, quickly becoming one of the best roast battlers in the country. Make a love for Miss Sarah Fatimi. Yes! Sarah Fatimi, everybody! Sarah! Keep it going for Sarah. Yeah. Hi! All right. All right. Hey, Sarah. Hi. All right. <laughs> Hey, you're battling the hometown hero, Guam Felix. Yeah. He used to work here. This guy's a legend here. Why would you do this guy, you know, to him in his, in his hometown? He's been wanting to fuck me for years, so I figured it was time I said yes. <laughs> it's not that kind of show. All right. <laughs> this guy coming to the stage. Uh, looks like he's having sex tonight. Make love for Mr. Guam Felix! Yeah! Hell yeah. Guys, this guy deserves much more applause. I mean, this guy's been for like yeah. 20 fucking years. Head of security here, top door guy, top comic. This guy's a bad motherfucker. He's, you know. Now you're balanced here for Timmy. You heard what she said about you. What's your response? Um, we actually did have sex. She just doesn't remember it, so. Put it like that. Everybody, Cosby, 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 Cosby. That's right. When you can't plan A, you cause B. Anyway. <laughs> All right, it's one round. It's five jokes. Who's going first? Me. You got this? Yeah. Goddamn right, male privilege. Are we ready for this? Are we ready for this? Battle, battle. Guam Felix, Sarah Fatimi, let's roast. All right. Sarah looks like a transgender Tijuana wrestler. And they call her Macho, Are You a Man? That was pretty good coming from someone who's more broke than his lower back. I Guam, do yes, sorry. Guam's like a sumo wrestler because he's fat, he's Asian, and after his time in jail is definitely wearing an adult diaper. Um... Sarah's mom is from Iran, and her dad is a guy that will fuck anything. Well, hey, the last time you ate any pussy was when your Asian family cooked it for dinner. Damn. It was very Guam. delicious. It Thank was very you. delicious. Guam? That was my rebuttal, by the oh, way. Oh, sorry. Thanks, Ivan. <laughs> Guam ran a drug cartel in high school, and that's the only time you'll ever hear the phrase Guam ran. <sighs> glory days, glory days. Um, <laughs> Sarah hates amusement parks because they won't let her on the rides because they think she's pregnant. Guam, you were excited to go to jail. You thought incarcerated was a type of barbecue. Guam loves playing pool. That's the only time an eight will let him hit. Oh, damn. I'll take the threes and the twos. Um, Sarah looks like a doll you would find at the 99th store dumpster. 
Thank you, fat airbender. <laughs> Guam was taken into custody by the police, which makes them a better father than he ever will be. Oh, shit. Fuck, that shit hurt. Last joke. All right. Um, Sarah's Persian. Um, Sarah's pussy is so hairy, it looks like she's giving birth to a porcupine. Thank you. Somebody got that one. <laughs> Every girl at the comedy store has seen Guam's dick except him. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Yo, keep it going. Sarah Batimi. Guam Felix. Guam Felix. Sarah Batimi. Wow. Testing, testing, one, two, one, two. I'm here with my man Guam. My Guam, he just he just battled Sarah. And I'm sorry, my man. She took it to you. But you got some good ones, but damn she was ready. Oh yeah, Sarah just sprayed the heat, man. She had a very big joke about the airbender that just blew the room up and I just knew I was in trouble. And then she just kinda it was like she was already knocking me out and then I was like falling to the ground. It was like one of those UFC punches. That last one I was laying down she she had a joke about uh, child custody. And I, I literally put my uh, I put my face uh, behind the curtain. I was so embarrassed by that shit. God damn it! Was, it was a very fun battle. Everybody here at the Loy Comedy Store had a great time, and that's what it, that's what it's about. But Sarah's someone to mess with, man, because she's been she's been killing people lately. Yeah. And she's on a. I was just talking, talking to Pat, and she's on a tear right now. So I was telling her like a lot of the fem the females are the um, better are the battle battlers right now. They're really oh, coming yeah. up. Yeah, yeah, they're 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 bringing it, man. They're writing really great roast battle jokes and being mean as shit about it too. So that even makes it better. So, boy, Guam in the building. Guam. Yep, you know it. You know it. Guam, she slapped you around, bro. Yes, yeah, she did. What yeah, the she fuck? Did. She was ready. <laughs> hey, I specifically did the Macho Man joke for y'all. Because <laughs> I said, if I don't get Coach T and you, I said, man, they better, they better at least get that first joke. Oh, man. Yeah. Guam always got that awkward energy joke. Yeah, Every yeah. Time. Guam got that, what the fuck that nigga say? But she was like, what the fuck? Yeah, dude, she break it, dude. She break it, dude. Yeah, it, it was great. It was great. Testing, testing. I'm here with the very. Oh my. You're so popular, Sarah. Oh my God. How do you feel? Like, that's when you know you did an absolutely amazing job. All this love. How do you feel tonight? I feel amazing. I mean, I put in so much work into these battles and writing and research, and it just feels good that the hard work pays off. Yeah. I think that was a perfect battle. I think every single. All five of your jokes hit. Like, that, that, that's unheard of. Sometimes there's some duds, but all five? Like, you're that great? I really appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, I actually, some of my rebuttals were actually jokes that I turned into rebuttals. And that's, that's it just, it feels so good. I mean, it, it's also, like, more pressure now because I'm battling Paige Wesley next month, and she's, like, crazy good. And I, I just, I mean, it just raises the bar even more. Is Paige Wesley your way to the title? I would, I think so. Paige actually recently battled Joe Urell for the title, so I would love to battle for the title at some point. Yeah. 
But yeah, Paige is a scary one. She's so good. She yeah, she's really good. I think if you can get past Paige, I think you'd be ready to challenge Alyssa. Oh yeah, Alyssa's an absolute monster. I'm so proud of her, and I know she really also works hard at it. And yeah, it's just awesome to also see more women in roast battle. You know. And speaking of that, there is a lot. A lot of women are like like obviously they're they can be funny, but I feel like as of late, especially since everything came back, like y'all are killing the game. It is insane. Like where'd y'all come from? Thanks. I don't. I don't know what it is, but I love it. I can't stand it when people are like, "Oh, I don't battle women. I can't be mean." It's like, no, roast battles a joke writer's showcase. It's, it's an opportunity for like writing jobs and like performing jobs. And it's like by not battling women, you're prohibiting them the opportunity to at least strive for that. So it's like, I I love that. I don't know where it came from, but I'm I'm really proud of you know women being brave and coming forward and saying, yeah, no, I want to try that. That was Sarah Fatimi, and she kicked the shit out of Guam Felix, and she did it in a in a different kind of a way. It wasn't like the first battle, like like. It, it wasn't like Guam didn't do his job. I thought Guam had great jokes. I, I like Guam. Like you heard me last episode. He's literally my favorite uh, battler to watch. I just he has like guy jokes. I don't even really know how to explain it. That he makes guys laugh really hard. He's also kind of mysterious. Like I hear all the jokes about him, like jail and and baby moms and homelessness. Like I don't even really understand Guam's story, but I just know that he puts on a good show. But that doesn't matter. Sarah Fatima karate chopped that motherfucker I was very excited to play this battle because it didn't look like it didn't look like he didn't show up you know what I mean like she actually beat him he did a good job she did a better job and I definitely wanted to have that uh, perspective and have that 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 energy on this podcast we're not looking for dudes who just fucked up and then women beat him nah dude like like I want to actually appreciate when somebody does a better job than someone else. And I want to contrast that against people who feel that no matter how good they do, the world and the odds are stacked up against them. I'm not saying that that's the vibe of the ladies on this podcast. I don't even think it is, but I just know that 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 energy persists in America. So before we get into this last battle, I wanted to say one more thing about anger. Anger is an emotion that usually comes in a response to feeling like uh, you don't have any control over the situation or the moment. Anger is something that happens when when you feel like uh, you're powerless or you've been belittled in a way. And so what that anger does is it, it puts you in a position to take control back because that's just who we are. That's how the, the human condition operates. Now, there's a byproduct to anger. And the byproduct to anger is it actually puffs you up. It swells you. It makes you feel big. It makes you feel like you can do things that you couldn't do when you weren't angry. So if you allow yourself to get comfortable using anger as your motivation, that anger, almost because it's like a drug, it kind of like some people become dependent on it. And they, and they need their anger. They, they've been holding on to anger for so long that it's been a source of empowerment for them. So like the idea of like, hey, man, let the anger go is like, what do you mean? But that's like my power. Like anger could be somebody's superpower. 
you know, I got, you know, that doesn't really apply to the people battling. That's just for the people listening. Like, like anger is a response to feeling like you didn't have control. Sometimes it feels good to be angry. And if it feels good to be angry, then it's hard to let the anger go. And then you might want to take a look at that inside yourself. With that said, it's time to talk about, I think, the biggest star and roast battle. Testing, testing, one, two, one, two. This is your boy. I'm, I'm good. <laughs> this is your boy Oso with the Roast Radio Podcast. And I'm here with the one and only... Alyssa Poteet. What's up, Oso? How are you doing tonight? I'm doing well. A.K.A. what? A.K.A. Are you talking about me? Yeah, Miss Cena. Miss Cena. That's right, because they, they can't see you in the ring, right? Madam Cena, you can't see me, baby, because my time is now. Also, A.K.A. the people's champ, because we're versatile. We got Why limit ourselves to one champion? You know what I mean? We're embodying, we're embodying a little bit of this, a little bit of that, a little bit of everything. <laughs> I love your interviews. I love your style. Keep the energy up. So, um, so, um, you were supposed to battle. Who were you supposed to battle first today? Because then they called out. I was supposed to battle the one and only John Luna until he got COVID, which is a cute roundabout way of saying he's fucking scared of me. But it's you know it's fine. I get it. We all have egos we need to protect. So instead today I'm battling a dear friend of mine, the very funny Phil Will, who I beat him before. So he's got balls that one. I'm I'm proud of him. I remember the last battle of the night, championship, undercard battle for Los Angeles. We're doing it here because this is our fucking fight island, all right? We love San Diego. The person I'm bringing to the stage, I already did it one time. He's big, he's black. His name is Phil. Will. Boy, this shit get lit, sipping on the crown. What a kickback set. What a kickback set. What a kickback set. Phil Will. What up, baby? What a kickback set. This one, whichever one you want. What a do, baby. It's not a joke. This this literally is Uncle Phil Will. Uh. Yeah, I ain't got no kids. Then why that, the fuck were you late? Hey, don't worry about we, what I we, was doing we, out there. All right, let me do what I do. Oh, okay. Oh, shit. <laughs> all right. There's a bottle of vodka involved. Don't sweat it. <laughs> all right. So alcoholism. All right. Uh, you're battling Alyssa here for the championship. Why are you doing this tour? Why'd you say yes again? Um. Because her pussy stank, and I'm about to wash this bitch. <laughs> Damn, all right. <laughs> it's a little TMI. All right. Uh, this person coming to the stage is the fucking champ of all the undercars in Los Angeles. Make it loud for the champ, Alyssa Poteet. Alyssa Boutique is the best performing roast battler in Los Angeles right now. She is the undercard champion. She's not one of the older heads, like the pre-pandemic crop that's got 20, 30 battles under her belt. She's, she's an undercarder. Right? It's not really a main event, but boy, she is an impressive undercard performer. Alyssa Boutique is like a star, period. She's one of these people that don't really need the roast battle. Maybe the roast battle needs her. I I, I don't want to do too much. Alisa Boti is a lightning fucking energy. Uh, she is so easy to get behind when she's battling because she's got a swag and a cockiness to her and she does her homework and she writes her jokes and she makes you want to get on board with her. There is no way 
that this show will continue to grow without having inputs and contributions from Alyssa Poteet. So let's listen to her go against up uh, and she's beating a nigga. See, see how non-biased I am? My nigga, by the way, Phil Will. Phil Will is an up and coming uh, new Negro. He's a, he one of those niggas I just look at right away and I'm like, oh, what's up? Like, we already feel connected because we just see each other. We kind of built like we got similar diets. But Alyssa fucks this motherfucker up and, and does a really good job about it. And, and these two have really great interviews. So make sure that you listen to this battle and make sure you listen to how they wrap it up on the interview. Thank you for downloading this shit. Share, 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 share with your mouth. The Internet's too easy. Do that, too. But share with your mouth. Uh, that's the thing that matters the most. Look somebody in the face and say, hey, I got a podcast that's kind of crazy. Listen to this. Um, we love you. We don't have anything without you. We don't have anything without the battlers. We love the comedy store. We love everyone that's been riding this crazy journey with us for so long. We appreciate you. And I, I hope you enjoyed the episode. Let's roast. Oh, the champ is here. The champ is here. Oh. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, champ. What up? All right. Now, you guys had an epic battle last time. Shit went fucking viral. Now you're battling again. You heard what he said about you, Alyssa. What's your response? Well, my response, yeah, it's only good to get to smell worse because I'm not taking this belt off till I lose, bitch. Fuck. <laughs> right. We could do a stinky pussy champ, but I don't think so. <laughs> Let's not do well, that. Well, then she already won. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, listen, hmm. this is an undercard battle, so technically it's only three jokes. It's one round, it's three jokes. Phil will... Alyssa Poteet, who's going first? I'm going first. Fuck that lady's first bullshit. Hey, all right. This is a battle as old as time. A black man versus a white woman. Are we ready? Last battle of the night. Battle! Battle! Let's roast! Oh, you, you, you stepped off too quick. So, Alyssa dresses like a low-level lesbian. So all of the guys she fucks for stage time won't have to admit to it. <laughs> Thank you, DMXXL. Okay. <laughs> for, Phil is always talking shit about my appearance. Like he told me that I need to buy better jeans, but like the fucks he know, his jeans gave him diabetes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And your, je your jeans gave you two left titties. <laughs> I bet you know what that feels like. <laughs> Alyssa, blonde, and she loves Russia. And she's not Russian, but she loves Putin. Dicks in her mouth. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the only time you've ever made a woman come was to her senses, okay. No, no. Here, dry your tears while I tell my joke, bitch. No, 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 no. I make them come Fair. to Parent Parenthood, too. Don't worry about it. Yeah, 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 and refuse to pay for it, okay. Oh, Phil reminds me. That's a lady who's had to pay for her own abortion. I see you, baby. 
Phil reminds me of Morpheus from The Matrix. Not because he's like bald and black, but because he also takes a little blue pill every night to help him masturbate. Yeah, well, at least when I forget my pills, it don't make me want to kill myself. No, that's, that's just Check after you wrist, step off stage. She's wearing long sleeves for a reason. Uh, last joke, last joke. So Alyssa claims to be an ally. She claims to believe that black lives matter, except for when she helps black fathers abandon their kids in her mouth every fucking night. <laughs> Yeah, you look like you took a break from marching and just went to Applebee's to order the Black Lives Platter, okay? Yeah, but I had it with a side of white guilt. Mm, yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Phil Will's greatest accomplishment is that he got his master's degree, but like, I don't see what the big deal is. He also got his master's lemonade, coffee, their laundry. Off a couple times. So racist, y'all. Shit, Can't okay. Shit. It's 20. All right. Keep it going. going. Keep it going. Keep it going. Let's a potate. Bill Will. That battle had everything you want to see in a battle like this. We had slush shaming. We had racism. So I know what one, some people are, are fans they want to know. They want to know how does it feel to hit those racist jokes on you? Cause you seem like it go right off your back, bro. I'm gonna be dead ass with you. That shit don't affect me at all. Because if anybody want to come to me with that racist shit, you know where to find me, bitch. So I'm not sweating that shit. It's fine. It's just jokes. We having fun. If you really bought that life, come find me. I'm not hiding from you. And if you're not, and we just having fun, it's all good too. I'm gonna get deep for you. I I'm gonna get real deep. I need deep. that. I need I'm gonna get real deep. I need that. So they say we supposed to be slaves and we done been through all this and yada 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 and we have. So if I'm able to, we able to overcome all these things and still be in the position we at now, that's something to be proud of. Fuck what you talking about. Yeah, I'm proud that my ancestors fucking overcame all this shit and still run shit. Yes, I'm proud of that shit. Motherfuckers were singing Wade in the Water and now they got you singing the songs they sing. What the fuck you mean? Yeah, I'm proud of it. How long have you been doing comedy? Uh, like five, five going on six years now. So this is your year then? This is, yeah. You can't see me, my time is now. <laughs> my time is now! Why, why you got all this man energy? You, you got brothers? I, yeah, I grew up, like my dad works in construction and I like, I like grew up around construction workers, my brother, and I just like, I don't know. I always like kind of, not in like a trans way, I've like dealt with my cards that I've been given by God, but like I always kind of wish I was a boy. I remember like hanging out with like my guy friends when I was like six and then like whoever in the neighborhood's babysitting, I was thinking I'll take their shirts off, right? Cause they don't have girl fucking nipples. And then I would like, I didn't understand. I'm like, why can't I take my shirt off? I'm like playing with bugs with these fucking, like I literally didn't get it. And I feel like I just, I've been indoctrinated in your toxic testosterone energy for far too long and it's poisoned me, coach. It's poisoned me and now I'm like this. <laughs> it's not my energy. I'm black. I'm on the bottom. So, <laughs> so why, why, why does, why does comedy matter to you? Honest, on a personal level. Honestly, like, 
I think, and I think, like, everyone's gone through hard times in their life. And, like, I've just, like, I don't know. Like, I, I had the opportunity. Like, I got, to be honest with you, this is going to sound real fucking gay. No, but, like, right. and I say that as a queer motherfucker. But, like, I fucking, I, I got a scholarship to engineering school. I had the chance to, like, help people on that, like, fucking cliche level and I kind of looked around and it was just like all these doctors that I knew these engineers that I knew it's just like there's they're fucking servants to the corporate fucking rigmarole of making these corporations money they're trying to help people but they're ending up just making corporations rich and I just like thought to like all the times that I was like in really low places and I had like no one to listen to me or no outlet and just like the escapism of being able to watch George Carlin and fucking Louie rest his but I mean, it was a different time but like I fuck, you know like fucking Tracy Morgan just like people that fucking busted me up Maria Bamford fucking Kathy Madigan and I just fucking like just and I was like no one can twist that for that much evil like at the end of the day I think about people that are like and have worse shit than me maybe they're in like their hospital bed about to die from cancer and they just need something to laugh at and it's like isn't that fucking beautiful I'm going to go to the next one.